from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Bill George. Hour two. Big and Wild Outdoors, thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful uh, Saturday morning. It is nice out today. We do have a tropical storm out there uh, messing around somewhere, and we uh, assume that it's going to go up the East Coast. It may bring some weather here. It may not bring some weather here, at least if if you watch TV, that's what they tell us. But uh, <laughs> looking at the weather window, uh, they're saying around... Uh, I'm ready. The grapple's on the front of the tractor. Bring it on. What is it, like a 40% chance for rain today? And uh, depending on where you are, you know, whatever. Your chances go up internally. Then it's an east wind. So, you know, we don't have anything here on the west coast just yet. But it looks like uh, it's going to be a hot one today. It looks like uh, about 105 with 100% humidity and the, about a 40% chance for rain. So. That feels like 105 or real 105? It's going to feel like a hundred. Walk outside, look down at your shirt in about two seconds, and when it looks like you've had a five-gallon bucket of water dumped on you, yeah. you know it's yeah, I went to work on some gear in the shop the other night, and my gosh, I just. Yes. It's draining. It really is. I mean, I used to be able to go out and just uh, whack the uh, front uh, yard out in about five, ten minutes. It was no big deal. Now it's like uh, if you don't wait till seven or eight o'clock at night to mow your lawn, you're crazy. Uh, Tom's on the phone this morning. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Wait, hold, hold on. We got buttons to push. Hang did on. I push the right button? Uh, you did. It's my first day back. I know, but you, you don't forget. You see. Hang on a second. She's giving a spin. Hang, hang on, Tom. Hang, hang on. She's she's over there. She's pushing buttons. It's looking good. It's almost like she's playing bingo. Or God bless him. I mean, it's you know, there's a million buttons on the phone. Anyway, we'll uh, get to him in just a second if we can. I, I think he's still up there. Older, what do you want to do? I don't know. Uh, if you if don't, you know, see me run out of here because I up. see a countdown clock. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, it's the old Frank Berry line. Is the pot, <laughs> is the pot on? <laughs> is the pot on? I don't know. Uh, in case you are one of those who like to go out and catch some amberjacks, if you have not heard, uh, you were in a cave somewhere. It's uh, officially started on August first. Is when they're going to get underway, uh, so you can officially go out and uh, get some more uh, reef donkeys. Not the beer, but the actual uh, critter itself. Go out and have yourself a good old time. Get a couple of them out there because you got until what? August, uh, October, I think, until you're uh, officially done. I love how they throw those little rules on us. Yeah, it's going to be October 31st that you're going to get be able to go out there and harvest the greater amberjack, which I know a lot of people look forward to that every Unless single year. Unless something changes between now and then. <laughs> I certainly hope Having not. a good day, Bill. Don't go there. Now, you know, I, I, I got to ask this because it doesn't <laughs> tell you. It doesn't tell you this. Um, is that considered you? I guess you do already have to have the Gulf Reef Fish Angler uh, okay on your no, fishing license no, for that? No, no. What do you mean? Nope, 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 nope. They have gotten Gulf Reef Survey is done. It's now a statewide reef fish survey. Surf. So, do you still have to have yes. it or not? Okay. Yes. Well, but you it's said not no. the Gulf. It's now a statewide survey thing. 
Uh, you have to have it all throughout the state. Which is free, but, you know. If it, it, it's free. It's what, just, but if it's not on your license now, let's say you didn't choose to get it and you're like, you got a five-year license yeah. and or whatever, and it wasn't on there. Yeah. Now uh, you got to go get it. You, you got to go and actually get it and yes. put it on. And that what that does is it turns around and puts you on a list so that when they do their surveys, it's more targeting the people who are doing that. Okay. It, it, it just helps in data collection. You want to try to push the button again? We'll see if we can get Tommy Boy. Tommy, are you there? Hello. That'd be a negative. Hello. He's not there. I'm putting him back on hold. All right. Hang on. Okay. Let's try it again. No, wait. She's done. Now she's messing with it. <laughs> <laughs> Got two people talking. I'm sorry, to JB. I came back and brought the gremlins. Anyway, so uh, apparently you have to have the uh, the. Uh, the designation of the no-cost designation so that you can go get the Gulf Reef Fish Angler on there. But now if you're going out with a captain, I guess you're pretty much covered, right? So if you're going out there, you're on his license, everything's all good, you know, blah, 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 right? (laughs) Yeah, so just go out with a captain. It's salt water. Take your lawyer. Oh, (laughs) is that what it is? You're yeah. better off taking your lawyer than a captain. Oh, yeah, so he can fight your battle right there? Yes. with the, okay. yes. Yeah, all right, yeah. I don't think I'd want to have to go through all that again, so. <laughs> I'm getting, well, I'm getting. Well, we're we're going to try the button one more time. Oh, wait, it should, oh, he just hung up on him. Uh, nope, nothing. <clears throat> so, uh, continuing on, and the uh, greater Amberjack has now opened up, so uh, you can go out there and do well. it August 1st all the way through October uh, 31st. You can get out there. Of course, if you're a guy who's over the age of 65, uh, you still have to sign up for the uh, state reef fish angler prior to your fishing trip. Your Gulf designation meets the new state ride requirements until it expires. So, uh, you know, if you uh, go sign up to GulfOutdoorFlorida.com, annual renewal is required. So it doesn't cover you for the rest of your life. Each no. and every time you want to go, you have to. And do like it over I said, again. that that is to make sure they can survey those people that are actually performing the act. I don't think I have ever gotten a can Gulf I, Reef. Can I survey. say this live on the air? I own a lifetime license. You're more than welcome to survey me anytime because I do use it. Do you not get those at all? No. I mean, do you got? The, I mean, I get the deer hunting ones, and I get the land use ones, and I get the. You know, he, should he I, would be proud of me. I've been. That's one of the other things I've been doing is trying, along with other things, to read and keep up and do you know do other things like that. And it's like, you know, where? Hey, I'm here. I know, know I know. It just. It, but uh, sometimes they I'm don't a stake. Hey, I'm a stakeholder. <laughs> Apparently not, not. Not lately. I'm a stakeholder. <laughs> Apparently not. I feed steak? the deer. I feed. <laughs> I work on the land. I mean, hey, yeah, well, to be a part of the process. I guess you got to be a visitor from Maine who uh, wants to go see Goliath Grouper, and then your voice can be heard. Then, then you'll be fine if you want to dive and do all oh. that kind of stuff. What? She just came in, Tom. He's not there. You'll be able to hear it if he's there. It would be like, and then we kick on. Uh, another milestone that just passed up, so that uh, I guess <clears throat> Megan and. Toby and everybody who's going out there uh, next weekend to go try to catch pythons, uh, they're going to be in the back of the line because the FWC really took a lot of pride. And I did see that it made the local news was uh, them and Swift Mud announced their milestone that they have taken and removed 5,000 Burmese pythons 
from the land. Wow, I'm proud which, of you. Which is a good thing. I would have thought, for some reason, I thought it would have been more than that. But I don't know why it is not more than that. Because, I don't know. I just, you know, when you see the Guardians of the Glades and all these people and social media and everybody and there's these piles of snakes everywhere, I, I, I thought it would have been a lot more than five grand. But the problem you have there is, is you're looking at something. I mean, you're looking at those snakes and how much do they reproduce. I mean, that's the that's the bad part about it is, is we've talked to Dusty and all those other people. You catch them big females and stuff like that. You're getting snakes sometimes that what can have anywhere from seventy five to a hundred in a clutch. So it's like, yeah, if they don't get caught and nothing else gets them, and they've already eaten all the raccoons and possums and things that uh, you know are predators on the youngins. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the funny part is uh, some of the things I can divulge later talking to people from other industries and other parts of the country is it's amazing when you get into predator talk, as I like to call it, how that's something that, and I know me and Bill talk about it and you talk about it and everybody else that they look at us like with the snakes or, you know, for us, something that we're starting to see at the ranch is iguanas. And I can't believe lizards that. That's and your, stuff like that. You're in the Lake Wales area out there, and they've already reached into the interior that far. Yeah. And it's like I, I, I literally have people that will I will get into this, and it's, it turns into an argument. And you know it because you've had them too. Mm-hmm. Is well, why are you messing? You know, they're just trying. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're not supposed to be here. This is not their natural. Ha- if they were supposed to be here, God would make a way for them to be here. They would have been here already. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's just, you Well, know. and you think about it, if you're out there where you are, which a lot of that area somewhere is pretty high and dry, um, where, what predators do they have out there? I mean, you got a few coyotes running around out there who may take a chance on eating one until he gets whipped across the face. And if it's not there with a partner, you know, that coyotes are not the bravest critters in the world. Mm-mm. And, you know, they get a swatch across the face. They'll be like, oh, okay, I'm not messing. Never mind. I'm not going to mess with that thing. Well, and you can uh, figure a coyote rolls up on a four or five foot python. It's like, um. That's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty uneven match. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh my God. You know me. I see him, you kill him. That's all yeah. I say. I don't care where they are. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, I'm sorry if it escaped out of your house, but, uh, you know. I'm it, just, the, the live catch thing was the whole thing for me that was kind of like, yeah, okay. It's crazy. All right, quick break, you guys. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. and Brandon Ford. Stay right here. We'll be back. Outdoors, Braden, Jonathan, Bill, George, JB, all in the studio today, enjoying this uh, beautiful uh, Saturday morning inside the air conditioned studio. It's all well and good. Afterwards, uh, what are you doing today? I'm running back out to G5 today. What are you doing, Bill George? Well, I'm gonna go by G5, do one two on the inventory, go home, grab some stuff, come back, stock up that. I think Arrowhead needs a little bit of stuff too. And uh, we'll 
then I commenced to get another chores done. Well, gator season's uh, officially really kind of here, so everybody this, this is going to be scrambling to get their stuff for sure. August 1st, August 1st, uh, 15th opens the season. So the 15th is the opening of the season for one quarter of the people. So each week after that comes another quarter, and that once everybody has a week, then it opens up uh, till November first. And I gotta ask, why do you think the uh, big giant nasty big snatchy hook things are so popular this year? What are those things called? What what size hook is that? Twenty yacht. That thing is a monster. But well, let me uh, tell you, I was never so happy. I was never so happy to have that as last year when we had that thirteen five. Yeah. And that thing turned around, and I was holding on to it for all I had, and it ran us hard up into the trees, and that hook didn't fail. Stayed right there. I laughed. I saw a show the other day, and a guy was fighting. They were, <laughs> they were catching gators, and they were fighting one, and he had probably, yeah, probably about the same size as Ava's biggest one that we had yeah. out there at Hancock that night, and it was <laughs> – they had two hooks on it, and I saw him pick the one. He had a big hook, and then he picked up a little hook, threw a little hook on it. He put hardly any pressure it on, and it just snapped that thing. <laughs> it about fell out of the boat. I think a lot of people don't pay attention to that, and if it's rusted in a place like that, and uh, you know, gets underneath that lead and rusts away, they don't know. And but that that's Bill, Bill's new T-shirt, and I'm just sitting here thinking about that during the break. Bill's new T-shirt, the 300 win mag mentality is, is show up with way more than what you need. Yeah, oh, yeah. Show up with a 20-odd <laughs> hook. That'll work. But if you get it stuck on a stump, you're not pulling the stump up. It's time to go swimming. It's time to go swimming. What are you tying off to the cleat of the boat but, for? You're about but, to find out. <laughs> but uh, there has been an alligator I've been watching for the last couple weeks. The nuisance trapper has had a permit to try and get them. I've actually been trying to help the nuisance trapper keep an eye on them, and he made it. Last night was the last night of their permit for that alligator, and the alligator survived. And so he's on my hit list. He's, my turn. He's he's big 11, 12, but he is, he's got girth to him. He has straightened out numerous hooks that the trappers have gotten on them. Really? They just cannot control. Oh, so in other words, he's one of those that just sits there and says, what you got for me today, yeah. big boy? Yeah. No, that's good. Why don't you try the old uh, lung and peg kit see how oh, no, that no, works no, no, on no. This thing has straightened big old hooks. You know those big hooks that you have in G5? Right, yeah. 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 Straight. Does he need? Does this one need a broadhead? No, this one needs Bill George after him. Okay. Why don't you just wait till oh, he's crap. Okay, never mind. I just got the look. Never the, mind. The, <laughs> it's I, like I saw call. this alligator last year, a year ago, a little over a year ago, while I was. Did he out, say something about your mama? Because you got that I, look on your face. Right he now. looks mad. <laughs> when I see an alligator from 500 yards away in the middle of the lake in a heavy chop, yeah, he's not little. Yeah. Okay? And that's when I saw him last year. And so I went five times. But it turned out right before I went last year, one of the trappers who had it had got a bait into him with a hook and got it broke off. So he, he had the alligator hard, and the alligator managed to break, break their line. And so I turned around. I hunted him for five times, and I never saw him after that. Well, no, I got you know, I know that a lot of the trappers and like guys like that, do they use uh, – they mostly use big J hooks, you know, for that kind of stuff. Correct. 
Has anybody ever tried to use like a circle hook or something like that where you get it in the corner of the maybe of its mouth or something, or will it not work the I've same never, way? I've never had anybody tell me they tried it. They I are. mean, like if you use one of those big monster, uh, you know, tuna circle hooks or something like that, I don't like, know if you could get that. Like what the shark fisherman came with the other day? Yeah, because uh, gator's mouth is pretty tough on the corners. I would think that it would hang in there pretty good, or do you think it would rip out? I don't know. Maybe it'd get caught in the teeth and never come get it on anything oh that's true too yeah i didn't yeah, think about I mean, it i've never asked you yeah. this question have you ever caught one before that still had a hook in him yeah okay where was it was it in like the tongue roof of the mouth in the corner I, uh, we've had them we've had them in the roof of the mouth and where else have they been that's the one that i remember the roof of the mouth really you made it through that oh yeah that boy must have been filing on that hook for I, a while i've had people i've seen deer shot through the nose with an arrow before. I've seen a deer oh. shot through the nose with an arrow before, and I had a guy come in and tell me a story about an alligator he caught that you could see a bolt where a guy had shot it through, tried to shoot it in the head with a crossbow. I've had him with half the jaw broken off. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's nonetheless, this thing. alligator is big. He's out there. Uh, last year was the He's first a marked year. man. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> the man's got focus on him. Yeah. So that alligator, Wyatt Earp is coming that for alligator you. will not be there come November 1. Because either I'm going to get them, or the nuisance well, you, trapper is going back on a public. Well, I kind of thought I was watching the scene from Tombstone there with Kurt Russell at the train station when you started talking about him. So I'm yeah. like, okay, no, easy. No, he's 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 a marked alligator, and this is the third trapper that has attempted to get this alligator, and everyone so gets we're going to name Mike. On him or something, and he just has his way with them. Now, so obviously, if, if they're calling a nuisance trapper in there, is this because there are uh, homes around the area? Somebody, somebody oh, yeah. had to call and say... Very, uh, very populated lake. Really? And and so you can't... I mean, it doesn't seem like there'd be that many places where he could hide except on uh, the bottom. It's got a lot of hydrilla, um, lilies around it, reeds in some places. It's it's a very developed lake around most of it, mm-hmm. but there's a couple wilder areas on the lake. Well, I gotta but ask. But this thing I, sits right outside of the apartments. Well, I gotta ask you, why wouldn't you use the strategy where you could use like a uh, the lung and peg, so that you would at least know where he is? I mean, if he gets loose, I, you know where the buoy is, and he's I swimming off. I can do off. that. Okay. I can do that. The nuisance trapper, yeah. this is one of the things. The nuisance trapper has some perks because they can go in there and set a hook. But at the same time is they can't legally put in a boat. They can't legally go in where now you got something on this alligator. I can let them drag me around. They have to try and pull him into the permitted property. So they have to fish from one certain area that they're yes. assigned to. Like yes. when they came out to our pasture, they exactly what saying, yeah. And so you. So if it's some old lady Jenkins who's out there and she's the one who called the nuisance trapper, they have to do it from her backyard. Correct. Really? Yes. I did not know that. I I would think they were like bounty hunters that they could you nope. know go and jump nope. over fences and you know do their thing. Well, I just figured it would be the lake in general. Exactly. Nope. That it's once not. you got on the water, it would be all fine. And this is the funny thing is I cannot believe you cannot find a gray area in that. You, Bill George, cannot find. I'm not find a nuisance it. trapper. Oh. Okay. <laughs> But see that okay, but now here goes back to like what we've all talked about before a hundred times over with people fishing in front of people's docks and everything else. Okay, what's your boundary? I mean, is it like 
if the I, gator's in this 50-foot-wide space right here, he's legal to catch? Or Well, no, in the way they write the permit, different permits are written in different ways, but a lot of times it's within 150 feet of the property. <laughs> okay. Learn something new every day. I, I, so, did, I did not know that. Uh, I thought for sure that but it was like. You could actually have one trapper have it at one house, and then they'll issue a permit for somebody else three houses down to do the same same alligator. Oh, well, then that helps. Trapper. So then you can jump around. So if you had your neighbors say, hey, would you mind? Correct. I'm calling on, uh, you know, Uncle Charlie out here in the lake. Is it okay if uh, he goes on your property and your property and your property to try to catch this guy? Yeah. And if you got five people who agree with you, he's got a wider area to, to work Correct. from. Oh, okay. But so that can... doesn't give you out. You're, you're, you only have within so many feet of that property, so... Well, that really kind of sucks on them. This yeah. hurts my brain. Yeah, it really does. Well, it makes it a tough deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm uh, I'm interested to see when this is going to happen. Is this going to happen in the uh, the first phase? Are you going to be out there early, or are you going to get any time to settle down? Or he's got two weeks to settle down. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so, then I, so I ba- basically, what I want to say is, is we're just going to name this gator Stillwell. He's he's you just. Make them nu- called nuggets. That's what I'm saying. Still will. <laughs> nuggets. Like I said. Like but I said. I this is have, the train scene from Tombstone. Right? I, I do have one <laughs> other. I have to turn around and get to probably before this one. Um, even though the other one is in an area where I'm not going to have a lot of competition, he's one that is about 12 foot and causing issues. And um, we, FW, we ain't having FWC, that. Uh, nuisance program failed to answer the phone for two days and after that the person finally said i can i can deal with waiting a little bit longer and have you come out versus trying to deal with them there you go your butt your butt's grass and i'm the lawnmower yeah there you go c19 is a victory for you uh in case you did not get the information from the fwc the new user-friendly options to log and report your harvested deer is happening uh, this year Uh, Those who are planning to get out and go do some deer hunting, uh, the FWC would like to remind all hunters, including people exempt from hunting license permit requirements, must log in and report their harvested deer. It has to be done. It has to be uh, done. uh, uh, You can either do it on a log sheet. That's your option. You can go through on a mobile device with the uh, uh, Fish Slash Hunt Florida app. It's the same app that many hunters and anglers use to buy their uh, their licenses on. Or you can go to GoOutdoorsFlorida.com and see the instructions on reporting. You can do all that. Or you can just call Bill George. He'll, he'll tell you how to, how to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, step one on the paper harvest report and then report step two at the Go Outdoors Florida or the uh, Fish Slash Hunt Florida app. Or by calling 888-HUNT-FLORIDA which I think I'm going to take option three. I don't download apps into my phone, and I'm not going to go mess around on some website if I can just call in and do my reporting. Sure, but you still well, have to have that piece of paper. Well, I can write that on a McDonald's napkin and no. stick it in the no. uh, the armrest of my truck. No. Why not? You can't do that. There's official form for your harvest log. Do It's easy. Do what I did last year. Go on there and print out a bunch of them and have your little manila folder right there in your truck, and it's... It's easy. I got it. I got it. It's, hey, hey, breathe, breathe. Count no ten. app needed. 
We'll print right. you out one. We got to take a quick break while uh, <sighs> Braden's head turns back to a regular shade of uh, color. So I'm just thinking about what are the penalties <laughs> for poaching in this state? <laughs> what are less they? than a hunting oh license? My gosh. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I thought. All right, we're going to take a real quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. I'm Brandon Ford. Stay here. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Bill George, JB in the studio today. Talk a little gator hunting there before the break. Uh, Bill George must uh, spark something because the FWC is now offering uh, alligator trapping license, harvest permitting. Uh, they're going to be doing an online harvest training uh, class if you'd like to go and watch it. I'm going to have to take it. It's a 22-minute training opportunity that is not required, but it is an easy way for uh, hunters to kind of get out there and get up to speed on the rules, regs, equipment, methods, and all that kind of good stuff like that. So you can uh, go watch it online if you'd like to. Uh, if you'd like to go to myfwc.com forward slash alligator, uh, you'll find other links and valuable resources out there for doing all the right things. You know, back in the days, that training was actually required. They actually had a required training, and they went, went away from it. And I can't help but to think, in order to go fishing from the beach – or a shark. Now you have to go on through an online training, have a certification, pass a little test to do it, and you're going to go fight an alligator, and you don't need nothing. Uh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Go out there and try to wrestle an 1,100-pound alligator into a boat. Yeah, you don't even know. Yeah, just watch well, the video. You're when fine. When I catch a five, five-foot black tip off the beach, eh, you better get trained. You got cool. some rules and regs on that, man. You got to know what you're doing. Well, alligators are alligators. You know, there's different shark species that you can keep and some that you can't keep and well, some that are threatened. We have crocodiles in the state. We got some caimans in the state. Difference between a shark well, and an alligator, Downer, though, uh, An alligator, when he gets on land, can be just as dangerous as he can be in the water. That's a lie. Can, they can't do that. Okay. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're gentle little creatures that jump right in the boat with you. It's all, YouTube it's all golf course fails with alligators. There you go. It's sit back and have fun. Also, uh, <laughs> since we're on the subject of getting close to hunting season, don't forget, uh, not only does Bill George like to remind us that we have to do the hunting report for some Wait reason. Wait a minute. Getting close. It's open. I don't know why. Um, down south. Yep. It's open you, down you, south. You would think that a tag system would make it so much easier than having to do the uh, log in and you know, have to check in with Mr. Sulu, uh, you know, check in the captain's log and see uh, if you're up to speed on your handwriting skills and report to your master that, uh, you know, that how many deer you've taken from the state woods, you know, that kind of thing. Um, not only that, but now we also have to, uh, as we talked about in deep in detail uh, with the CWD and trying to keep them from trying to uh, spread into the state of Florida. We'll talk about that in a second. We're going to try to get Tom on the phone once again and see if the phone lines are working. Uh, hey, Tom. Tommy. Tom. Can you hear yeah. us? Nada. Nothing. No. JB, it's you're going to have to turn around, listen to what he has to say, and start talking. There you if go. You can't get. You can just phone. be a translator. You can just be the <laughs> in-between person. You can just do, translate and, and, and then talk to – because the only person who can hear we'll you is – We'll push back on hold, Tom. 
is uh, Jonathan. Put the uh, handset <laughs> up to the mic. Uh, people hunting outside the state of Florida, you are reminded that carcasses or carcass parts of deer, elk, moose, caribou, and other members of the deer family may not be imported into Florida from <sighs> anywhere except from legally harvested whitetail uh, originating from Georgia or Alabama, providing that they meet the uh, certain requirements. This requirement went into effect last year to reduce the risk of uh, CWD spreading into the state of Florida. The transmission, as we all know, affects deer, moose, elk, Tom. caribou, and all the other kind of stuff like that uh, into new areas. Hunters are allowed to import their Florida deboned meat, finished taxidermy mounts, antlers and hides, skulls and skull caps, and teeth if all soft tissue has been removed. In addition, the white-tailed deer legally harvested in Georgia or Alabama may be imported into Florida provided... The person possesses an FWC Georgia slash Alabama carcass importation permit prior to the carcass being imported into Florida. Reports of the carcass importation within 24 hours of entering Florida using the FWC online Georgia slash Alabama carcass information reporting form and disposes of any remains using the FWC approved deer carcass disposal options. Also exempt from importation permit reporting then disposal requirements are white-tailed deer legally harvested from Georgia or Alabama properties that are bisected by the Florida state line under the same ownership. And uh, that's the only really exemption that you have. Listen, I'll tell them once again, my car is coming back from PA. I'm probably oh, going to have there, a deer bone in it. There, there'll be a few people coming back in my family from a certain state called new mexico that there's probably going to be uh hopefully good lord willing an elk and a mule deer or two but jonathan's problem for alleviating that is he has a guy out there that will debone every bit of it so so before you start so. your deer season this year don't forget to go to the fwc and download your log or download the app and download uh, <laughs> any can, of the other stuff <laughs> And then after you do the app and you get your paper deer harvest log uh, that you, what do I do with the log after I fill it out? You do I have to send it in with my FWC stuff or what? No, what no, I? no. You, you just, then you would, once you fill out your log, then you make your phone call or report it on the web. So why do I need the log? So that there's a transaction when you, paper trail. before you move the deer. Paper trail to who? No if, one, if nobody wants stopped, the paper. If you get stopped by an officer in the field, right? Then you have a thing that shows that you have recorded that deer at that point. Or I tell them to call the same number that I called and then check in and say, "Did Is, he? Uh, did he report then, his deer?" Then, then you will have a confirmation number that they can check up on. Well, then, if then, you make a call before you move it. Then That's why fine. can't I write it on a McDonald's napkin and write down the confirmation oh, number on the McDonald's if you number? you write down a confirmation number, you're all good. Well, you said I couldn't do that. <laughs> now I find a gray area, and all of a sudden, yeah, sure, fine, yeah, you can do that. That's if you've reported it. Right, which I did on the phone. Okay. I called him up and said, uh, what's my confirmation number, uh, BR549? There you go, right there, Officer BR549. And that's what it is in there, so we're all good. Isn't that right, Tommy? 
I suppose so. Whoa. <laughs> listen, you know listen. this. This is you, why. This is why I and and Tom Hunting. I'm not a, touching a button. You, you don't yeah. go anywhere, Tom. You deserve a medal. <laughs> don't or touch a anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, listening to all that, I'm like, well, what do I got to do just to bring home processed meat from Missouri? <laughs> no, nothing, because if it's processed and deboned, you're all no, fine. It, it, you used to be able to bring back processed meat. Now it has to be deboned. So if you well, used to have steaks cut in your meat and you, you had know, a, it, it's gotten to the point where you got to take your lawyer with you when you go fishing. They're trying to make it so you got to take your lawyer with you when you go hunt. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that it would be a booming industry <laughs> well, for they Morgan can't and take, Morgan. They can't take hunting and fishing away from you, so they got to figure out ways to make it to where it's so daggum Listen. hard that you don't want to go. Listen. Oh, I, yeah. Well, I have no you know, qualms. Just, uh, <laughs> I have no uh, you know, after with... listening to that that long explanation, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Exactly, and that's why I brought up uh, jokingly that uh, what are the fines for poaching as opposed to uh, the other uh, things that you might get. I mean, seriously, oh. it's getting to the point now where it's like, uh, you know, some uh, you know farmer tater goes out there, shoots a couple of does, puts them in the freezer, and that's all you need to know. You know, I mean, that's the way it goes. Well, you know, we tr- I, I try. I try no matter where I am to, to you know, learn the, the the laws that pertain to where I'm hunting, and, the, and I try to, I try to stay 100 percent legal. But you know, they're they're certainly not making it easy on us. No, I mean, because it could be one little stupid thing like that that trips you up. It's like, well, do you have your Georgia slash Alabama car- carcass importation permit? Uh, yeah, and, and, if, and if you're if you're driving, let's say, let's, let's just use Missouri as an example. If you're driving from Missouri back to Florida, do you have to have one for every state that you pass through between Missouri and Florida? Oh, my gosh. That would be a nightmare. Just, just to make your head explode a little bit more. I mean, uh, think about guys like Jonathan who go out to New Mexico and have to haul that stuff all the way back. How many states do you cut through on there? You'd have to have your little importation thing hmm. or your pass Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm the same way. I'm going to be hunting with I'm going to be hunting with Bill in September out in Jama. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and hopefully You're I've right got the, the, same, the same problem. Oh my gosh! I mean, you think about that. Uh, well, no, you don't have that problem because see, the thing I love about there is, is you're going. You got to figure you're going through a couple states there to where they're pretty hunter friendly, so you're okay. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, well, they used to be that way in Missouri, so uh, it was all good. You know, they're pretty hunter friendly there. Uh, rules are pretty good. Well, Make it easy. Well, Missouri, on Missouri, Missouri is you know out of all, oh, it is one of the most hunter friendly states that I've visited, uh, especially when you're bringing somebody out there, you know, who just who wants to come out for a weekend and hunt it, 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 it's, it's, you know, they, they do a good job. I don't, I, I don't, uh, I won't give them too much of a problem because Missouri puts a lot of money, uh, back into their hunter education for kids. They, they, their, their ranges, their public ranges are above and beyond most anything I've seen in any other state. So they, uh, they, they do a good job. Unless it, unless it's uh, with hogs, they're getting a little freaky. On yeah, the that's hogs. that's the only problem. But uh, they'll, they'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, well, soon they will. Uh, you want to hang on through the break? We got to take a quick break. Let's see how good your phone yeah. skills are. Yeah, if you yeah, can hang on. on. I got, I got on. something I want to tell you about. Oh gosh, oh this could be really bad. <laughs> All right, hang on. We're talking with our good friend Tom. We're going to take a real quick break you guys it is the big and wild outdoors we're brought to you by g5 feeding outdoors and brandon ford why don't you uh hang you out do right it there? i'm not touching it why don't you hang out there and uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll get to him when we get back from break all right is that all good all right stay right there <laughs>
Hey, everybody. Digging Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Braden Gunn, Bill George, and Jonathan Swindle. Yes. He's back in the studio and on the phone, our good friend Tommy Frey. He's uh, got hey. something. He said he yes, had, he's still there. He said he had something <laughs> yep. important to tell us. Which yeah, could be we, really- had, we, had a, we had an incident out in Missouri yesterday. One of the members of uh, uh, our property management team, the our official mouse catcher, uh, Reese the dog, got popped by a uh, copperhead. Ah, uh, see, I told you. <laughs> they're, they're evil little creatures. They lie in wait, man. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, uh, you know, we uh, luckily everything turned out turned out well for the dog. But is the, the copperhead swimming ever, with the we've fishes? We've never had a dog get popped out there, so we had to kind of scramble to figure out uh, what we needed to do. Uh, you know, uh, as, uh, growing up as a kid, I remember our uh, we had a large plethora of dogs, as most country folks do, because you know people dump them out there and they end up in the yard. Daddy, can we keep him? Sure, whatever. Another mouth feed, whatever. And uh, as long as they pull their weight, inevitably you'd have one to come lumping in one day, with uh, its face swollen up, and you knew that he got popped by a copperhead. And then for about a week or two, they'd walk around slobbering, you know, and they yeah, would, yeah. and they wouldn't leave the water bowl. They would just sit there and I'll just drink. Yeah, this this one got hit in the foot, and uh, foot salt foot salt swollen up, and. But uh, you know they they gave the dog uh, Benadryl and uh, and a and a steroid mm-hmm. for the swelling and uh, other than being a little bit uh, lethargic, it seems that's a like, quick uh, That's going to be the worst of the effects. Well, you know, I mean, that's I, I guess I would have never thought of that. My dad's fix for everything was like uh, teramycin or something like that. You know, you just give it a whack and uh, you know, same thing. Dog crawl up on the porch and kind of lay there next to the water bowl and just kind of go, uh, yep. just just leave me alone. Just be, hey, just be thankful you hadn't had to lance one before. Uh, nice. I never had to do that. And uh, oh yeah, I've seen pictures of, of of what it can get like. Yes. Well, that's good. Well, that uh, you know, at least you know they're out there. Uh, well, the- <laughs> oh yeah, we, we we that's one thing. Even in, with the drought this year, even though we can't, we couldn't grow soybeans, we can sure grow copperheads. You know, have you are you, do you do you have a pond out there on that property yet? Or are you going to dig one? We, we have well, we have several small ponds. Uh, it's in the uh, this uh, coming uh, this coming winter after uh, December January time frame. We're going in and enlarging one of the ponds. Uh, we're going to try to kick it out to four or five acres, depending on what my dozer guy can do with it. Uh, I'm just saying because that area where you are, that neck of the woods, those all it takes is about a one acre pond, and it'll just fill up with mallards. Yeah, we're uh, we you know this year since we did our big glade restoration project, one of the biggest species we've seen jump up are the doves. We have a ridiculous number of doves now that uh, use that glade uh, <laughs> to feed on all kinds of that that native uh, native forage that uh, came up after we got rid of those cedars, and uh, that that's one of the reasons we want to uh, increase the pond size because we are on that flyway, and it would be nice to add a, <laughs> a, add uh, some ducks and maybe hey. even a. A goose or two. That's hey, going along to be hey, like, Tom, hey. <laughs> hey, Tom, you should see the look on Braden's face. It's like you're turning the knife in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know why? It was, it, was, it, was out of, it was out of pure concern because I know how dangerous those doves can be. They can yep. attack. They can attack in mass. You get your truck washed. They can. It's they bad. can. They can. They can carry in disease. They can wipe out everything. They're they're, they're, they're rats with wings. They're horrible creatures. Uh, we've, uh, we've, we we're actually going to try. We're actually going to try to cut some of those numbers come uh, September. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be a good idea to do because, uh, like I said, I mean, if you've ever seen Alfred Hitchcock, you ever seen the birds? I mean, they can be. Uh, you know, once they get together, do you have a good Verizon thing. signal there? Say again, sir. Do you have good Verizon signal there? 
Uh, uh, Verizon, yes, uh, and a little bit of AT&T if you go up on the hilltop. Well, no, I just was looking at that could be a remote, Braden. <laughs> remote broadcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm trying to do yeah, a radio we'll show. With we'll, we'll put your table on top of the hill, and you can broadcast from there probably. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to do a broadcast in the middle of a dove fight. Well, it. Hey, it won't look any different than most remotes. There'll be guns laying all over the table with headphones, well, that, that and there you mean, go. I, I would think we could send Braden out there. We why just me? Why, why do I have to go? When, when you, you guys were talking about all the the legal the legal stuff, we're running up against one. We're trying to get some uh, some new uh, some new youngsters, uh, you know, uh, with their hunter uh, safety uh, course, and they're completing the uh, the online portion. But due to the coronavirus, we're having trouble getting them into the uh, you know the, uh, the the field day. And uh, is there any is there any uh, option with getting a hunter hunter certified? Uh, a hunter certification card with uh, if you got a, a certified instructor to go out with the kids and, and do the field day type stuff, or are you locked into having to go to one of the state field days? Listen, I know in the state of Florida, the Florida Virtual School allows you to take a hunter safety course, My son's and, and there is no field day. Here's the thing. My son, when we were looking at his electives, he wants to maybe because – now they've created a monster now with the COVID-19, and he got to stay and do his last half of schooling online. He loved it and liked it, and so he wants to do his entire year that way. And we were looking at electives, and I said, what is this outdoor studies thing here that you do? And he goes, well, Dad, you do yep. this. You do the outdoor studies, and plus it gets you your hunter certification and all that stuff. I went, you're taking that. And yeah. so, yeah, because you know, he's the, the kids are, are finishing the the online portion, and they they're going to be printing their uh, their their certificate for the the uh, the field day. But the field days are are you know, I don't know if they're just doing a reduced uh, number of people that are allowed to to uh, go to the field days, or if it's just the fact that you know it's that time of year. But we can't get it. We can't get it, uh, any. Uh, we can't find a field day that that's open. Are you talking about out of Missouri or here? Here, because you know, we just, we just, uh, Missouri will honor, you know, yeah. any, any, uh, any, uh, well, hunter certification look, card. Look at the Florida virtual schools. It's a class that they can take online. They don't have to go anywhere. And That's you right. end up with a certified, uh, with the, the whole certification, no field day whatsoever. There you go. I, th- I think that's the one okay. I'm taking. Well, that that the hopefully that can help uh, some other people too because you know it's, it's it's been kind of frustrating to try to find one of these field days to get these kids into. Well, well and the other thing I explained to to my son, I said, you know, once you complete that, once you get it done, then uh, you don't have to. Uh, it's as good as a concealed weapons permit. Yeah. You can just go get your firearm. You can purchase it uh, when you're a legal age, and uh, you yep. don't have to wait. So once you got your hunter safety certificate, you're all good to go. And I don't think a yeah, lot of people that's know something that. that. A lot of people do not do not know yeah. about. They don't. I don't think they know about it because every time uh, you know, I always ask people when they buy a gun. I say, "Do you have a concealed weapons permit?" They're like, "No," and then uh, they walk away. And I say, "Wait a minute, do you do you have your hunter certification thing?" And they're like, "Yeah, I got my little thing right here. I got my card." And I go, "Well, dude, you can click it on there. You get what? I didn't know that." Yep. Yeah, and it it, it, work, it goes through, so it's all good. And as far as your your uh, your your conversation on the silence, uh, you know, on the suppressors, 
uh, yeah, you do, you don't have to have the, uh, the the trust. I'm going through that at the moment. I have a uh, you know I have a trust established because I've got some other things in there. But uh, you can go about it either way. You can you can buy it as a person or you can buy it through the trust. I think that the benefit of having the trust, Bill George and Tom. Uh, the, um, the I reason to, I'm looking at it, it's the same reason you got it, Tom, I, is because there's going to be other things probably tied that, to it. And that's the reason I went that direction with it because. And it also makes it easy because then, you know, with, you know, with my history, good Lord, I could step off the porch and drop dead. Uh, hey, uh, I, hey I, it's I good want... to hear your voice is all yeah. I can say. <laughs> well, I think after that... what, after what uh, we've gone through, Jonathan, with our kidneys the last <laughs> month. <laughs> but yeah, so that, but it also just gives, you know, uh, I've got, you know, instructions in there who gets what and uh, and it'll all be taken care of should, uh, you know, should uh, the. The, the giant meteor hit me in the middle of nowhere. Oh, gosh. Ten four man. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> that kidney stone, was that big? Seriously? Well, no. It, uh, it <laughs> tur- well, the, yes, the first one was that big. They put me in. They blasted it. Then they had to put me back in because I got a kidney infection. Then they had to put me back in because one of the fragments got stuck coming out. Oh, my gosh. So this is terrible. I was, I was in and out of the hospital all last month what? dealing with kidney stones, and I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Yep. Well, Tom, we got to go. We got to take a break, man. Hey, you guys, everybody, be safe. I know they're starting up in the southern zones. You know, wear your orange, wear your uh, wear your harnesses when you're up in the stand. Let's all get through this one without any uh, accidents or, or terrible things happening. That is good advice for all. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks, get brother. out there, get healthy. Okay, stay out of the. Hey, we'll talk to y'all later. All right, bye, bye. All right, we're gonna take Bye-bye. a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G Five Feet and Outdoors, and Brandon Ford. Stay right there.